Hello, I am Professor Mahesh Agnihotri, your host for the episode number 20. I have been publishing episodes on the fundamentals of investing. So far, I have published a number of episodes on the various topics of investment. In the last two to three episodes, we had discussed the derivatives, that is options, futures and also swaps. In this episode, we will discuss the other type of derivative, that is forwards contracts. To start with, let us now discuss what is a forwards contract and how it works. A forward contract is a customized contract between two parties to buy or sell an asset at a specified price on a future date. The thing is how it can be used. A forward contract can be used for hedging or speculation. But the thing is, its non-standardized nature makes it particularly apt for hedging. So this investing strategy is a bit more complex and may not be used by everyday investor. In a forward contract, let me tell you that the buyer and the seller agree to buy or sell an underlying asset at a price agreed by both the parties on an established future date. And this price is called as the forward price. Now the question is, how is this price calculated? The price is calculated by using the spot price and the risk-free rate. The spot price means an asset's current market price, whereas the risk-free rate is the hypothetical rate of, rate of return on an investment, assuming that there is no risk or zero risk. Let me tell you again that in a forward contract, the buyer takes a long position whereas the seller takes a short position. The idea behind forward contracts is that the parties involved can use them to manage volatility by locking pricing for the underlying assets. That way uh, we can also say that a forward contract is a way to hedge against the uncertainties of the market. Now, let us see how the forward contracts work. Let me give you a simple example. Let us say the owner of an orange grove has 500,000 bushels of oranges which are ready for sale in three months' time. However, there is no way to know exactly how the prices of oranges might change or might behave in the commodities market between now and then. That means there's a time gap. By entering into a forward contract with a buyer, the orange grower can lock in a set price per bushel for when it's time to sell the crop. The spot price of the oranges is what determines 
how this works out for the buyer and also the seller of course. The contract is fulfilled if the perpetual price at the time of the sale is the same as the specified contract price. When the contract ends or when the contract is uh, terminates, it has to be settled based on the terms and conditions agreed by the parties. Every forward contract can have different terms. This I would, I would like to make it clear. These types of derivatives are not traded on an exchange like a stock. Instead, they are over-the-counter investments, which means they tend to be used primarily by institutional investors such as hedge funds or investment banks and are less accessible to individual retail investors. That is the issue for the retail investors. Let me tell you the ways of settlement. There are two ways for a settlement to occur in a forward contract, delivery or cash basis. If the contract is on a delivery basis, the seller must transfer the underlying asset or the assets to the buyer. The buyer then pays the seller the agreed upon price in cash. When the contract is settled on a cash basis, the buyer still makes the payment on the settlement date but no assets change hands. That is about the cash basis. The amount payable is determined by the difference between the current spot price and the forward price. This assumes that there is a difference between the two prices at the time of settlement. If there is no change, then they are the, and uh, if they are the same, then the contract is settled without an exchange of cash. The advantage for the seller in a forward contract is the ability to lock in pricing for a particular asset. This allows the seller to manage risk by ensuring that he is able to sell the asset at a target price decided by him. But for the buyer, the forward contracts can also be a way to lock in pricing. For example, if you own an orange juice company, a forward contract could enable you to buy the orange supply you need to continue to making juice at a set price. This can be useful to the orange grower in managing costs and also to project future revenues and of course the profitability as well. On both the sides of the transaction, the goal is to create a hedge against volatility and build in some certainty surrounding pricing. This makes the forward contracts highly speculative since there is no way to predict with 
absolute accuracy which way the price of an asset or the group of assets will move over the duration of the contract and you cannot say the price will go down you can't say the price will go up this is also why the forward contracts are most often used in connection with assets that can experience wide pricing swings such as wheat precious metals like gold silver beef and also foreign currencies now let us discuss the foreign and the currency forward contracts forward contracts can be tailored in a manner that makes them complex financial instruments a currency forward contract can be used to help illustrate this particular point before a currency forward contract transaction can be explained let me tell you that it is important first to understand how currencies are quoted to the public and how they are used by institutional investors to conduct the financial analysis for example if a tourist visits the times square in new york city he will likely find a currency exchange that posts exchange rates of the foreign currency per us dollar this type of convention is used frequently it is well known as an indirect quote and is probably the manner in which the most retail investors think in terms of exchanging money the institutional investors use direct quotation method which in fact specifies the number of units of domestic currency per unit of foreign currency this process was developed was established by analysts in the securities industry because institutional investors tend to think in terms of the amount of domestic currency required to buy one unit of a given stock rather than how many shares of stock can be bought with one unit of domestic currency uh, given this convention standard the direct quote will be utilized to explain how a forward contract can be used to implement the covered interest arbitrage strategy another key difference that centers on risk and how it is managed by clearing house has to be explained here and before that let me tell you what is a clearing house then a clearing house is a middleman between the buyer and the seller in an investment transaction so a clearing house is responsible for making sure that the contract is settled appropriately futures contract go through a clearing house whereas forward contracts do not this means that both parties involved in the forward contract 
accept a higher degree of credit risk. The risk is that one side or the other could default on the terms of the agreement. So there should be a way out. One way is to offset this risk by building a premium into the forward contract to cover the possibility of default. Let me tell you, forward contracts serve a purpose for both the buyers and the sellers in managing volatility associated with the commodities and other alternative investments. They, in fact, tend to be riskier for both the parties involved because they are over-the-counter investments, as I had told you earlier as well. Similar, although similar they are, uh, let me tell you that you need not be confused with futures contract. Those are more access, accessible to the everyday investors who would uh, who'd look beyond stocks and bonds for building a portfolio. Since forward contracts are not easily accessible to the everyday investor, you may not be you may be interested in trading futures instead. So you can also do that through online brokerage account. When comparing brokerages, consider the commissions and the fees which are associated with the futures trading transactions. The more frequently you trade, the more fees you will pay, which can detract you from any returns you are earning. Consider taking uh, or consider talking to a financial advisor about the futures contract and where they may fit into your investment strategy. Finding the right financial advisor is not easy because finding the right advisor uh, that fits, fits into your needs uh, doesn't have to be uh, you know locally uh, you can always find them online then let me also give you an example here assume that a us currency trader works for a company that routinely sells products in europe or for euros and that those euros ultimately need to be converted back to the us us dollars a trader in this type of position would likely know the spot rate and the forward rate between the US dollar and the euro in the open market as well as uh, the risk-free rate of return for the for both the investments. For example, the currency trader knows that the US dollar spot rate per euro in the open market is $1.35 per euro the annualized US risk-free rate is 1% and the European annual risk-free rate is 4%. The one-year currency forward contract in the open market is quoted at a rate of $1.50 per euro with 
this kind of information it is possible for the currency trader to determine if a covered interest arbitrage opportunity is available and how to establish a position that will earn a risk free profit for the company by using forward contract transaction and that is all for this episode see you in the next episode but till that time if you are actively trading always remember the two rules which warren buffett suggested investors to follow rule number 1 never lose your money rule number 2 never forget rule number 1 that's all we have in this episode please like share subscribe the podcast and also recommend it to your friends as well i will also appreciate your views as uh, on on the episode should you have any questions you may please contact me on my email agnihotripodcast at gmail.com thank you see you in episode number 21